We're studying the book of first of Second Peter, and we're in the last chapter of Second Peter, where he's talking about end times, last days, the end of the world, the coming of Christ, and he's describing it in verse ten. But he says, "The day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire, and the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare." So. He's giving us a snapshot picture. Now, see, most of us believe, as believe, and there are different views on this, but most, most believers think that Jesus is coming first to take the believers out. We're going to be caught up to meet him in the air. Then there will be the tribulation of seven years. And after the tribulation will come what Peter describes and is described all through the Old Testament and the New Testament as the day of the Lord, the day of God's judgment upon the earth the day when he will destroy it. And the Bible says he's going to come like a thief. Now, what does a thief do? A thief doesn't announce to you, I'm going to come rob your house tonight. A thief does not knock on your door and say, beware, be ready. No, he just slips in when you're not expecting it. He comes when you're least likely to think about it. And so that's what the Bible means when it says he's coming like a thief. He's coming suddenly. He's coming without warning. He's coming quickly. So this day of the Lord will be like that. And the heavens will disappear with a roar, and the elements will be destroyed by fire. The earth and everything in it is going to be destroyed. Because, see, the Bible talks about in Revelation a new heaven and a new earth. So God's going to take this earth, and he's going to cleanse it by fire. And, and he's going to make it new. And it's going to be a part of the heavenly kingdom. It will include earth. It will include heaven. It will include whatever else God has and wants us to have. I don't know all that's involved there because he doesn't tell us, but it will be beyond imagination. And, and that's going to be a part of it. So this helps us to understand it. Now, here's what he goes on to say in verse 11. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. So the fact that Jesus is coming and the world will one day come to an end in the light of this, how should we live our lives? What kind of people ought we to be? Well, Peter says we ought to be holy. We ought to be godly. Holy means separated unto God. Godly means like God. And, and we live in the light of his coming. We live in the light of judgment. And and he goes on to describe what's going to happen. That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire, and the elements will melt in the heat. So it's going to, it sounds like a nuclear holocaust, doesn't it? It sounds like what happens when nuclear explosives just blast cities and countries off the map. And, and I don't know, most people believe that God's going to do this, but I guess he could use man's inhumanity to man as nations strike nations with nuclear weapons. We could actually destroy ourselves and destroy the earth on which we live. But he goes on to say, but in keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth where righteousness dwells. On this new heaven and new earth, it's not going to be like earth now, which is ruled by sin and sinners and which is guided by selfishness and greed and impurity. But it's going to be a new heaven and a new earth where God reigns, where righteousness reigns, 
where there's happiness and purity and joy and blessing. And, and he says, so then, dear friends, since you're looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with him. So in the light of his coming, then we should, he describes what we should be, spotless, he says, which means that there's no stain upon us. You see, sin stains us. Sin leaves its mark upon us. And even if we're forgiven, sometimes the stains of sin uh, have some remnants because, you know, if because of sin in a drunken stupor you fall and, and punch out your eye, even though God forgives you and you overcome that problem with alcohol, you still don't have that eye. So that's a stain that's there. But we, that stain is, is something that God says, I want you to, to take out by, by this forgiveness and I won't hold it against you anymore. And you can live this spotless life from then on and a blameless life. And people can't blame you for what's going on in the world. And you'll be, be at peace with the Lord. And that really makes a difference. He says, bear in mind that our Lord's patient mean, patience means our salvation. Just as our dear brother Paul also wrote you with the wisdom that God gave him. Paul writes the same way in all his letters, speaking in them of these matters. His letters contain some things that are hard to understand, which ignorant and unstable people distort as they do the other scriptures to their own destruction. I think this is really interesting, what Peter says about Paul and what he says about his letters and how he calls them scriptures, how he calls them the word of God. And he said, Paul's written some of these same kind of things that I'm talking about, the return of Christ, the judgment that's coming on the world. And he said some of his things are hard to understand and some people that are ignorant and unstable try to distort what he says, try to misuse what he says. But he says, uh, they, they just tell us the same truth that I'm telling you. Therefore, he says, dear friends, since you've been forewarned, be on your guard so that you may not be carried away by the error of the lawless and fall from your secure position, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Peter closes his writing out with an admonition to grow, to grow in grace and to grow in the knowledge of Jesus, getting to know Jesus better every day, coming to be more like him every day. Peter says, that's the purpose of it all. That's what I want for you. That's my final word to you. Grow, grow up, grow bigger in Christ, grow greater in Christ, grow more like Christ, and grow in his knowledge. So that's our goal today. Lord, I want to be like you. So work in my life that I might be like you. God bless you. Have a great day.